Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van Quaytham, nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you uplevel your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Random Wellness Podcast with myself, Nicole. Today's guest is actually my first official interview for season two of the podcast, which is really exciting. And it's someone who I've admired for quite some time now as an amazing nutritionist. So I'm so excited to introduce Jazz Stupak, who is a nutritionist um, who's actually currently based out of Vancouver, British Columbia right now, but is from Guelph, which is super cool because I actually did um, some of my university schooling there. So yeah, today, Jas and I, well, we covered a lot of things. And honestly, we chatted quite a bit before we even recorded. So I'm trying to like piece together what it is that we actually talked about on the podcast. But essentially, uh, we chatted a lot about business and Instagram and what that's been like for her. She also shares her personal health journey, which um, I really appreciate because I feel like a lot of people might resonate with um, certain parts of it. Um, So I'm very grateful that she um, was open enough to share that with everyone. And Jazz is also known for parasite and candida cleansing. And it's kind of funny because you guys know me, I'm pretty chill when it comes to recording podcasts. So um, I kind of laid out some of my like rough ideas uh, for us to go over but we ended up mostly just talking about business and she also has a newer venture I'm not gonna say new because I know it's kind of been going on probably for like the past year or so Um, but she also has another um, business venture called Leaves which is a uh, tea blend to support digestive health and so yeah we touch on that as well but we do get to some high level parasite candida uh, discussion near the end of the podcast. But if you guys are interested in learning more about those things specifically, uh, just let me know because I'd love to get her back on the podcast to talk about that more specifically, of course. Um, but yeah, like we honestly just kind of riffed and just chatted about whatever came up, which is kind of funny. I honestly find those episodes the best. Um, like it was literally the most natural conversation ever. Like, I think after we stopped recording, we both kind of forgot that we were recording a podcast episode because it was just like that natural. I always, again, like have rough questions and themes just in case there is like a little bit of a um, block and we do need to kind of switch gears. But quite honestly, um, we just chatted about whatever was kind of top of mind, which I love. So yeah, if you're into more like business discussion, um, I highly recommend that you take a listen to this, but also um, her story is really inspiring and what has, you know, inspired a lot of the work that she does in the nutrition space. So um, definitely listen to that as well, but you can find her at Nourish with Jass, J-A-S-S on Instagram. And that's also her website. So again, highly recommend that you check that out. And by the time this podcast comes out, I believe the third week of September, she would have already launched her Parasite ebook. So um, again, that's one of the things that she talks about a lot on her social media um, is Parasite and Candida Cleansing. But uh, she is going to be launching an ebook, I believe, August 31st um, for Parasite Cleansing. So um, once that is live, I'll make sure I add it to the show notes so that you guys can find it. But Um, the work that she does is like amazing and super high quality. So if you think that you might be suffering from parasites, 
um, which we do again talk about at the end of the episode, then I highly recommend that you check out our page and check out this resource. Okay, so I want to start off with some fun, rapid, probably not so rapid questions. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite food? Uh, oh, so funny. I actually literally just did a story on this. Oh, really? <laughs> um, and my mom was texting me, yeah, because I went uh, out for dinner last night and I got fries and I was talking about how it's like not candida approved, but right. like your mental health is so much more important. So I would say fries. My mom's like, that was like literally all you wanted when you were a kid. But I feel like, so I love fries, but I feel like my favorite food, it's so hard. I have, yeah, you like, it's not going to be rapid fire. It's not rapid fire at all. Okay, let's just keep it at fries. <laughs> okay, fries. No, that's totally fine. I know like people, I do get this too, like, people in like the nutrition space to like ask you that they think you're gonna say like quinoa or something yeah. and you're like no it's like pizza <laughs> they're like what <laughs> you're like I'm human obviously I'm not crazy <laughs> um okay what is your favorite color oh my god it's so hard I would say probably like the palest pink ever <laughs> okay yeah. love that where is the favorite your most favorite place that you've traveled I'd say Munich, Germany, so beautiful. I like honestly want, like I say this probably like weekly, I want to move to Germany for like even just six months because it's so beautiful. My godmother lives there and um, oh my God, it's just, it's so perfect. That's so nice because then you would have family there. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Cool. cool. Okay, where's, oh, you might have just answered this question. Where's the next place you want to travel? <laughs> I I would say like actually uh, uh, Greece. Okay, yeah, totally. Been on the list for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like that's on. We thought about doing it for a honeymoon, and then we're like, it was just one of those things. We're like, oh my gosh, like I don't even like know where to start planning this trip. Right. That I think that's why we just haven't done it because like Europe, I find is so easy. It's like um, my my parents are actually from Europe, so okay. I feel comfortable traveling there like just because we've gone so many times but when it's Greece they just feel like that itself there's it's just so different it's insane. right so. and I kind of feel like I'd rather go with a friend than my husband <laughs> I know whenever my boyfriend and I travel together I'm like we're so different sometimes like I'm like I want to just spend time and like go to cafes drink like really good coffee and people watch yeah. and like, okay, what hike can we do today <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, my husband and I are like totally different. I'm like, I'm gonna check out this cool, healthy restaurant. He's like, I wanna find this like famous food truck thing. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I love okay. it. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite book, blog, or like resource? It can be like fiction, nonfiction, like nutrition focused. Ah, uh, that's so hard. I would say. I like Patrick Holford's books, especially for anyone who's like getting into nutrition um, or even just like, it's a really good guide. He has one for mental health and optimal nutrition for mm -hmm. the mind. I think that's what it's called. And then optimal nutrition. It's really good. It's like super easy to read. I like his style. Maybe I'll make a note of that too. Cause then if people are looking for that, they can look those books up. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, I feel like I low-key know the answer to this because I'm going to sound like such a stalker if I say that. <laughs> what is like your, if you had to pick one supplement, what is your favorite one? Were you going to say magnesium? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, I knew it. I was like, I can't say this because I'm going to sound like such a favorite. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wait, what is it? <laughs> yeah, you're like, do I know this? I feel like I've just been like following you for so long that like you know when you just like feel like you know someone you've never met and you're like okay like I know the back like you don't actually know them. <laughs> I'm like that with Sarah's day I'm like obsessed with her me too like, I know what Fox is wearing all the time <laughs> it sounds so creepy but like oh my god I love her family so much literally I was like watching her vlog this morning like in the background I was like like I will never buy the skincare care products that she's probably using but I'm like what is she up to what she put on yeah. her face like what seriously I, I just I love her and she like does Instagram so well like she's so open but she doesn't like overdo it like yeah yeah I love I love everything she does yeah okay well, then we can like fangirl over that sometime. <laughs> I swear every single podcast I am on I talk about her you're like number one fan I've like almost ordered her like athletic wear too from like Australia and I'm like okay is this like high risk like is this gonna come in like do I even know my size that's the thing right it's the sizing that I'm just like it's gonna all be sold out anyway so you can't even get the right size if it doesn't fit yeah totally (laughs) okay so those are the only quote unquote rapid fire questions that I have for you. 10 minutes in. <laughs> okay. So I'd love to just to, like know more about you and your story. Like, you know, I mean, you can go back to childhood if you want to, but kind of like how you got into nutrition, especially and that journey. And I know that you are really good and like open about sharing some of the challenges that you've had um, with your health. So if you want to kind of share any bits and pieces of that, that would be awesome. Yeah, so I, um, well, going back to my childhood, um, personally, like, so I am from a very traditional European family. My parents came to Canada um, from Slovakia and Poland. Um, So, like, my entire family is, like, very traditional and, like, super outspoken. And I was always the chubby kid in the family. And I was always, like, told that, like, every single, like, family member, except for my parents. Um, But like I would always get comments like oh Cassie and Eric my siblings they're so skinny and like you're so chubby like those kinds of comments like Mm -hmm. since I was like five or whenever I could remember and I always like I um like grew up in that mindset as well I think because I was like always literally yo-yo dieting um I started to get like really bad migraines and headaches and Mm -hmm. I was always going to the doctors and like my doctor would always just be like, oh, it's just stress. Like you're just like going through changes, whatever. But then he put me on like antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication, which made it so much worse um, because I was now like addicted to these medications. Like I um, wouldn't go out with my friends or I wouldn't stay like at my boyfriend's place because I had to take this medication. Mm. It's like so it's so sad because I thought that I needed it. And then now I realize like there's so many different things to do, especially when it comes to headaches and migraines and it's just a root cause. Um, so I started doing a ton of research and ended up like realizing um, that there's so many holistic ways to improve um, 
like just to get to the root cause and heal. Oh, and also um, like up until like, so I start, this is all over the place. No, uh, no, it's fine. Type of like just like growing up with like always being told that I was chubby, I started to lose like a ton of weight and then I would mm-hmm. gain it back and then again, like just always going back and forth. And in university, I went through a phase where I like lost so much weight and my mom told me like months later that my aunt like went up to my mom and was like, hey, like I'm actually worried about Jas. Like I don't know what's going on. Is she stressed? And that's when I was also that medication because it was just making me lose a ton of weight but I started to like love that feeling and so I kept losing more and more weight um and then at the same time um I started to realize like like I was going to the gym like twice a day minimum like it was in like two hours like it was just crazy I haven't actually really talked about that um this that much but um Mm -hmm. then like more towards I think like third year um or actually I think in my fourth year I started to realize that there's so many holistic ways that you can just like improve health um and the fact that like foods like carbs and like high starch vegetables are actually healthy for you and like those like what are they called those um those rice crackers crispy minis gosh I lived off of those like I'm not even kidding the four for five dollars was like my weekly staple um and then I realized like I read the ingredients and I don't know for sure if it was in this package but I realized that MSG was like my number one issue um and MSG if um any of you don't know is hidden in so many labels and it's written in like so many different like words so you don't even know like unless you're actually like doing the research you don't really even know what is in uh what like MSG is under um so yeah then I started to like just realize that there's so many better ways of doing this I ended up like being able to manage my headaches and migraines so much more I started to like see food in a different place and um that's kind of what brought me to IHN the Institute of Holistic Nutrition and then um yeah that's kind of my story and then I went through like a bunch of skin stuff at the end of um my time at IHN, which ended up being a candida and parasite issue. And I talk a lot about that on my page. So I feel like, you know, quite a bit about it, but that was like a lot, that was like a huge part of my journey as well. And I feel like even though it was like the worst feeling ever going through it, it's definitely brought me to where I am today. Yeah. That's amazing that you can also like see that, like, obviously when you're going through it, you're like, okay, like this sucks. But like looking back that like, really, I think a lot of nutritionists, they go through certain health challenges, which kind of lead them to where they are today, which going through at the time, you're like, this is not fun. Like, I'm not like enjoying this, but like, I think it helps you like relate to your clients and like, you know, give you also that personal experience of like what worked and what didn't. And like, you know, you try all these different things to kind of like a guinea pig on yourself. It's so true. And like, uh, also, I just, I feel like I just talked for like 10 minutes. Um, But I feel like that, like now when I have clients who struggle with the exact same issue, perioral dermatitis, candida or parasites, like when they're having those hard days, I'm like, I know how you feel. Like, it's the best feeling when you can relate to them. It's so different. Because like before, if I never went through this, if I had a client who had 
severe skin issues that um, were caused from this, yeah, I could help them, but I would never understand it. I'd be like, oh, don't worry, it's going to get better. But now I actually like, I truly get like the feeling of feeling like it's never going to go away. Oh, 100%. And like, it's actually interesting. I was, my doctor diagnosed me with the same skin condition, I think in high school. And at the time I knew nothing about like any holistic practices. Um, And I was given, I think like probably like a steroid type cream of some sort. And it like helped a little bit, but it came back again when I was like a little bit older. And again, it's like, I didn't know, I'm like trusting my doctor and I'm like looking back like, like, I didn't know how bad that was for me. Like, it's just crazy. Like, just like Band-Aid solutions. And I'm not like saying anything negative, like Western healthcare, because it's helped me in so many other ways. But I'm sure you've probably experienced this like growing up too. It's just like, oh, you have this, like take this. Oh, you have IBS. Here's a pill that you can take every day for the rest of your life. It's like, huh. It's crazy. Even so when I was having really bad uh, migraines, like it it was getting like really bad Mm -hmm. and I had the doctors with my mom and I was like crying. It was just, I was so sick of this feeling. And then he's like, well, do you take a Tylenol every day? I was like, no, I take it when I like am getting a headache. And he's like, well, why don't he's like, well, like you need to be taking it every day as a preventative. And so obviously hearing that from a doctor's perspective, I was like, First off, my mom and I were like, okay, that's weird. Um, But I was like, I'm just going to try it. Like he said, it's okay. And so my liver, like I've had, like, I swear all of the, like the migraines and just everything I've been through, it's been great. It's been more heavily impacted because of my, my liver health just hasn't been that great from all that time and all. So yeah. And even when I went to the doctors for like my dermatitis, he was he just wanted to give me like the steroid cream and I was at the point where I was so so close to taking it and I was I was also like a soon-to-be holistic nutritionist so I knew exactly what it was gonna do Mm. but I was so desperate and again like not to say anything um poorly about like western medicine but I do think like we just we're always looking for like that band-aid fix when the root cause can just just don't want to like you don't want to deal with it anymore so it's just easier it's harder but it gets easier when you just go to the root cause that's so true I find that headache thing really interesting because I had started getting like daily headaches and starting migraines in Mm -hmm. like early high school and I had the same thing I had to bring my mom in so that they would take me seriously (laughs) my mom comes to this appointment with me she's like okay and literally we're like, um, yeah, you have to take Advil every day. So scary. I'm like, but at the time I'm so young. Like, I don't know. I'm like, that seems reasonable. Like, you know what I mean? I probably took so much Advil like in high school just to like maintain headaches. And I'm like, at the time I was already experiencing digestive issues. So like that would have just, I don't want to even think about it. Cause it's what's done is done, but <laughs> it is like, can't go back to that time. Yeah. In this journey to literally so yeah it is interesting like I know it's always so hard because I just don't know if like it's not the doctor's fault either because I think it's just how they're educated you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I actually remember at IHN one of our teachers told us that in the span of their like schooling they only have a few hours when it comes to supplements and like I don't know how Mm. true that 
especially now, but it's not that they don't want to like support us in that way. It's just that that's not where their education lies. So yeah, I think it, it is easier to give us like a prescription and also to like, um, as bad as this sounds, like it's also commission based, like pharma is a huge, huge part of our government. Mm -hmm. And that's why, yeah, I think it's so important to go to your doctor, get a diagnosis and also look at your other options. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and opening up about that. I appreciate it. I know it's kind of hard when you like get put on the spot. It's like, tell me everything about your life, your job. (laughs) I also, um, I never really used to talk about my story until I feel like in the past like year and a half, I've become so much more open. Um, And even like just from like a business perspective for anyone who is in school for nutrition, talking about your story from day one is going to like really help you connect with clients and I have seen that happen so many times and sometimes I'm like oh I wish like when I was going through my skin um struggles I didn't tell anyone about it like I I would like kind of talk about it but I would never show my face on on camera um because I was so nervous and now I'm just like oh my god I like I could have helped so many people going through that same thing but I also was like is this chronic so uh, it's easy to share your story when you get to that point of like good health but I think it's just so important to show because as nutritionists I think a lot of people see us as like perfect and like we said before it's like your favorite food is like the healthiest thing ever yeah. um, you grew maybe you didn't grow up with perfect health but you're currently like you are taking care of your body but it's not always like that like even for me I'm still going through a lot of like I'm literally candida and parasite cleansing like at least twice a year because it's yeah. just like I had the worst food po- poisoning ever. It was like a sister of salmonella and now I'm like still trying to get it out of my body. Like, yeah, and, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> I'm so glad that you mentioned that too because uh, for anyone that's like thinking about getting to nutrition, that is like a really good point. And also like I can, I can relate to that a little bit because I was like always worried that if I shared what I was going through that like people would be like oh she's not a good nutritionist if she's also experiencing these things but then I had to realize that like no I was fortunate that we like people like you and I have the tools and we know when things are like out of whack and like when we need to kind of focus on maybe our gut health for example whereas probably most people don't even know those like signals and cues that their body's telling them but yeah it's like I, I get you it's like um yeah I'm just over here drinking my water like meanwhile I'm like bloated and gassy like like at the beginning I'm like I can't tell anyone this (laughs) I know I think too like um I find even like from an Instagram perspective I find that people are so much more open and like um my like community really wants to follow closely what I'm doing when I say that I'm struggling with stuff because yeah. when you're perfect it's like like not to it depends on each person but it could be really triggering to people and just like seeing oh this girl's like so perfect like eat so well like this and that I'm struggling so much I don't know why this is going like on with me but um yeah I think it's just starting like just being as honest as possible and I think there's a huge shift now as well as just showing up as like who you are not not like this perfect nutritionist yeah no for sure 
I feel like it's like a good segue because I want to talk about how you kind of started your nutrition practice because um, I was, I took um, like the CSNN program and I know you did IHN, which I think they're fairly, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I think they're like fairly similar. Yeah. So did you like go like out and like start your practice right after or like what was that transition like? So I started, so when I first started school, I did part-time. So it took me about two years to finish. I went back and forth doing full-time and part-time. And I started my Instagram, I think like three months into school. Oh, nice. And I I think I was following you probably by then. Yeah. I'm like an OG follower. I'm like you, but like Sarah's day. Oh my god, that's so sweet. I love that. Um, So yeah, you probably have like just seen (laughs) all of the changes. But I oh, I love it. I'm so stalkerish on Instagram. Like I have five people who I'm like, what is she doing today? (laughs) Okay, I feel better thinking that. Oh no, it honestly like whenever I'm going on Instagram, it's to stalk my five peeps. <laughs> yeah, like, I have a special thing. Like it just, I get like notifications every time yeah. I do something. Literally. Um, but I sat on like the idea of doing it, like starting an Instagram since, uh, so this would have been like almost a year or two years until I actually started it. I would work on it and then I would just stop doing it. I was like so embarrassed for people to find it. So when I started doing my Instagram, it was like three or four months into IHN and I was so nervous. I didn't tell anyone about it. Like didn't even tell my boyfriend about it because I was just like so anxious. I was like, uh, like this, it wasn't like now it's so normal and it's like, so, uh, what's the word like encouraged. Whereas when I was doing it, it was kind of like, weird that you're putting yourself so out there and so I worked on it for like a month didn't tell anyone and then I remember my boyfriend found it and he was like you tell me about this like this is amazing and I was like no I'm like so embarrassed like I don't want anyone to find it and then he was like oh my god like you should do this like let's like he was so so encouraging and sweet about it and he was like this is you're gonna like make it he was like you have to keep working on it and he's like once you get to 1k you're set he's like it's gonna be your career yes look at that and I'm just like it's so like just like seeing how much you grow in six months a year two months is just incredible and so yeah I started working on it a lot and I found so much passion in it I still Mm -hmm. do it's like it's so much fun for me, but I was super driven. Like I would work on it all the time. And I had friends who tried doing Instagram too, and I would help them out with it. And then sometimes it would like, they are still doing it. Some of them were just kind of um, just like not passionate about it. And that's okay. Like I think going to school for nutrition, we often think, um, oh, well, I'm just going to like start an Instagram. I always get questions about like, um, hey, I love what you're doing. Um, mm. the school for this. Like I want to have an Instagram, a practice on Instagram. And I think it's important to know like if that's not something you are truly passionate about, if you can't see yourself doing it more than every single day, it's probably not for you. And there's so much more out there for you. So with new, like some of my friends are so 
anti-Instagram and they're working right. with incredible brands and like have an amazing like nine to five salary position and they're so happy in it and they're nutritionists. And so um, I just think it's important to know like there's so many different ways that you can take your certification or diploma. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what it was, but I was so, so determined. Like, I think it was because I was also working at a health store. I had the worst hours and I just didn't have a good experience there. Yeah. Um, so I think it was, oh, I was just like, Hey, what can I do to get out of here? Like, I just, I wanted to do this so badly. And then I, about a few months in, I started an ebook and I had like an engaged community that would like reach out to me and ask me questions. So I was like, Hey, I'm just going to like try this ebook, see how it goes. Um, started from scratch, had no idea how to do it, but ended up like, like actually making it. And it was pretty successful. I like basically would do like e-transfers, like had no rhythm, but just went with the first. And then from there I was like, okay, like maybe let's try doing one-on-one. And so I, everything I've done in my practice has been like imperfect like I've never gotten to a point where I'm like hey it's finally perfect even leaves like when I launched it it wasn't perfection like I it I was like hey the mark like the branding could be or not the branding but the packaging could be better but I don't care like and yeah. I think that's also so important to know is like I think the biggest um insight and tip that I could give is to never sit on an idea for too long because your idea yeah, maybe great, but I guarantee so many other people have a similar idea. And the person who puts it into work is going to be the one who's successful from it. I see it multiple times. It's happened to me so many times too, where I'm like, this is such a good idea, but I don't have time for it yet. And then I see three other people have done it. And you're like, oh, that was my idea. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing too is like, I think it's even so for like Instagram, if you're sitting on the idea of doing Instagram, but you're like worried that it's not perfect or you don't have photos um, or a website or services, your audience and your community and your like your potential clients want to see you in that imperfect state because being perfect is so intimidating, but also like you have a community to serve. They mm-hmm. need right now. They may not need you in two months when it's perfect and so everything like even if you are working on a website just launch it if you're working yeah. on an ebook just launch it like yeah like edit it and make sure it's good mm-hmm. but if it's not perfect I don't think it's supposed to be perfect and same with services um another tip that I would give to I'm kind of just like going no I love this okay. <laughs> um is with services don't think like So personally, I would say instead of like sitting down and really thinking about what you want your services to be, go and engage with your community first. Once you have a community who trusts you and who really wants to hear from you and sees you as um, authority, but also sees you as like that person who they can go to and just feel comfortable with, then start thinking about services or start perfecting your services. Because I often see that a lot of people will put these perfect services out, but you don't have a community who wants to buy from you. Right. You don't know if they can trust you with their most personal aspects in life. And so just, I think like I always say this, but community is absolutely number one. Like 
if you can do one thing today for your business, go and show up on Instagram and show show your community that you're there. Um, I think a lot of the time we're scared to give free information, but the thing is you'll never get to a point where you're giving way too much free information because that one-on-one connection is so different and mm-hmm. to give a lot I think at least you need to give a lot of free information for someone to be like okay I trust her so much like I need to work with her now yeah I think you've brought up so many good points that I agree with the I also okay the nine to five thing I think that's great because I think nowadays like people think oh nutritionist like health coach a wellness co-. I'm just throwing out yeah. like no titles but like they just I think they just automatically associate that with Instagram which is really yeah. interesting. And like, we probably were like maybe graduating around the same time, I suspect. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, I can't remember what year, but like, again, Instagram, like not like what it was today. <laughs> like, yeah. it'd be like, here's a photo of my dog. Here's a photo of my meal. Here's a photo Most of times. my new shoes. <laughs> like, it was so weird. Yeah. So like, I think it's good to like recognize too that like, if you're passionate about nutrition and you like want to connect directly with your community, then that's amazing. But if you also like want to do it in other ways, like working, you know, for a different company, like that's also like a great option. Yeah. And I think like you just have to try it out to see, like I said, one of my friends was trying Instagram and I was like, I was trying to push, not push her so hard in a bad way, but I was like really encouraging her to do it. I was like, this is like, the best feeling of life like I I personally am so like I couldn't be more in love with my job yeah. and for her she was like oh, I just like don't feel like doing this and then I was and then we were like okay maybe this is just not your passion like you tried it go yeah. like try something else and I do think like oh like online business is like so sexy right now but oh, like, you so the person like you you really have to be like there's this a specific person who can do online business um and yeah I think we just kind of push it way too much like and that that's like coming from someone who is also a business coach for nutritionists like I don't think that all of us were made for online businesses and they I think Instagram makes it look so much better but the reality behind the scenes like you have to love your job so much to also go through all the other stuff that happens yeah, that's actually so funny because, like, you probably get messages too of people being like, yeah, I'm interested in this and, like, or even, like, not even, like, nutritionists, but other people that want to start, like, online-based businesses and they think it's, like, great, like, oh, like, you're working from home or you're, like, you know, doing this and you probably have this and I'm, like, yes, yes and yes, but also there's a bunch of other things that you're not seeing, which I don't, it's not like I hate them, but, like, it's not, like, all sunshine and rainbows on the other side of the screen. And like, yeah. like even just from like an administrative like standpoint, like the other like things that you have to do, like the not so glamorous side of like business or any business, right? And people, I think just that part doesn't get like, maybe I need to share that more too with people because they must just like think that I'm like at home, like making homemade soup every day. <laughs> I know, or, they're, or people are like, oh, it's, it's so nice. Like you can take a day off. I'm like, I mean, some days, yeah, I can take a day off and nothing. Like I have an incredible team though and I get yeah. so much credit to them. Um, but even like when I was just working by myself, yeah, I could take a day off, but then that meant I was also putting so much work on the next day and for example um I took this week off from work 
And I still was working a little bit throughout the week, like checking in on this and that, because I know that when I go back on Monday, I, there's going to be so much stuff for me to do because I was off. And that's, so I think like that's, for example, if you're working at a nine to five or a salary position, you're taking a week off and you're off when you get back Mm -hmm. on probably not missing much and so or for example another thing um you're always connected to people always to the always. point sometimes like yeah even like I've gotten to a point where I'm really good with like if I'm around people my phone is not out ever like mm-hmm. people probably think my only friend is myself because I only ever like story with myself but yeah. I am like, I am so anti phone around people yeah. because that's like really the only time I socialize one-on-one with um friends and like my boyfriend and family because I'm always talking to people online so you have to also love that aspect of it like you need to kind of figure out where you get your energy from yeah I'd love for you to speak about too like how you find that balance like in your practice like things like being away from your phone or like you know trying to take time off or like do you have any like boundaries or like I turn my email off at a certain time or like, is it something you struggle with? Like, yeah. what's that like for you? It's so hard. Um, there's so many things that I feel like I could put into practice and I just don't like, I'll be honest. I get a lot of anxiety towards like, not like I'm for sure a people pleaser. And I find that something I struggle so hard with. There's actually a book, I forget the name, but I want to read it. And I've heard really, really good things about it. Um, right. I'll text you it. I need to find yeah, it. Yeah, because I need to probably read it too. <laughs> we do it together. Okay, perfect. Um, but I do struggle for sure with like not checking my email. So, okay. So on a daily basis, I try to work from nine to five. I go to the gym in the morning and like just do my morning routine. And then I try not to look at my phone until nine or like at least like my text messages or like messages from clients until nine and then nine to five my boyfriend comes home from work around like five ish and then after that I literally put my phone away and it's so funny like he'll always be like for someone who works on their phone and laptop I never see you like after hours like you're so good about just not touching your phone and I think that also just goes to show like you can be successful and not on your phone 24 7. yes and I mean when I first started off I will say I was on my phone probably 24 7 (laughs) Um, but it was not working in my favor like now I've established a better like routine and then weekends I try to not go on Instagram I've actually implemented one day off of Instagram per week mandatory and that feels like a vacation I love being on Instagram but it's also so important again to like watch your boundaries and mm-hmm. um yeah I'm trying to think of what else I do I just try to really live the nine to five lifestyle yeah. um and take like be away from my phone as much as I possibly can good for you because like I mean just with any business but especially an online business it can be so hard to like just turn that off especially like I like I'm like you it's like I have I almost need to turn the notifications off I think like on weekends or something but I'll see an email come in and I'm like you know what like I'll probably just feel so much better if I just answer this and get this out of the way you know what I I mean which is not good 
I know I did that the other day and it was at like 6 a.m. I checked my email and I and then I like ran to my laptop and started responding and I was like this like just ruined my morning like it was so hard for me to get into that like morning routine Mm -hmm. uh feeling because I was like oh let me just check this email and this one yeah do you use um practice better at all for your clients oh my god yeah like practice better I okay I don't know if I would be seeing clients one-on-one if I didn't have practice better. Like the amount, I actually switched to practice better um, last September or August and it has been an absolute game changer. And for anyone who's interested in it, um, like the amount of clients who have said to me, like, this is so organized. Like I love this database. It has been so amazing. And so as long as they're happy, like it just makes the job so much better. And it's just, yeah. Do you use it? Yeah. I love it. Like same clients are like, wow, this is like so nice. Cause they can get like files through it and like the chat function and like, right. but then the chat function I'm bad with because I will get email notifications and that's when I'm like, I'll just like, it's probably just a quick question. I'll just jump on. And I'm like, no, I need to set, like, I'm only answering clients from this time to this time because some like because then sometimes you can tell they're like, at their computer waiting they're like responding they're like oh shit like, i know do you ever get that feeling when you respond and you see like the bubbles and you're like no <laughs> like, responding right away yeah you're like oh no, no i'm committed yeah also i actually turned off my notifications for email like chat email and it's been a game changer i still have it on my phone but and i guess another thing that i forgot to mention i've never ever had notifications for instagram like i don't even know what it feels like to have those notifications and i'm so glad because i just feel like that would make me feel so anxious um and then same with practice better I'll turn them off like after five so I don't get any notifications but another thing that I do is I actually tell my clients and like inner contracts that I will respond to them within 48 hours yes so then the same and then I don't follow that (laughs) oh same I always am pushing myself like you need to like I want to be able, and it's just because like, I want to show up for my clients at like 120% capacity. I don't want to show up when I'm like mid dinner and feeling like I need to respond, you know, so hard. (laughs) It's so hard. You're like, I want to answer them. Like, it's probably just a quick question. I need to set boundaries for myself. I also like am tired. So I probably shouldn't respond. You're like, oh I know it's so, and then that's another feeling of like you feeling so like feeling yeah. like looking at your phone and being just like anxious about it. Even I notice like with text messages, like if my friends text me sometimes, I'll be like, oh my God, I have to respond right away. But I like my friends, you know, like I'll respond to them in like two days sometimes because I'm just yeah. like, need to take care of my energy first in order to show up for yeah that's the thing too right is like if you're not feeling good if your energy's up like you're not able to serve your clients in the way that you want to so yeah yeah I know like with I mean I feel like my family they're all like in the business world and like actually to like a whole another degree of intensity so like they get it but like I feel like my friends some of them are like really understanding but I think some are like think they almost take it personally if I don't like respond right away sometimes I'm like I literally think I respond but I don't like so it's like definitely been an interesting 
like journey over the last few years, just kind of like those boundaries and setting those expectations with like people that you're really close with. I don't know if like you've had the same experience. I'm the same. Even like my boyfriend will get a phone call and he's like, oh, I don't want to pick up, but I have to. And I'm like, don't pick up. Yeah. Like I'll get so mad at him. I'm like, pick up or call back when you feel like you energetically can. Like it, it's so bad for us to be in. And I'm saying this while like I also still struggle with this in this yeah. Yeah. Of, like, always having to be there for other people. And so for like some, my friends will text me and I, cannot respond or I'll even say like I love you but I can't have a conversation right now like I just need time for myself like and I think I just I think we have to do that more often even on Instagram like taking more time off of it and I think this like also goes for like not just businesses like people are just like people in general like (laughs) it is like so easy to just get on Instagram or whatever like I don't have TikTok but apparently it's very addicting (laughs) and ended up spending like 17 minutes on it one day because I was like checking my phone was like 117 and I was like yeah I'm deleting this (laughs) yeah you're like well this is already going down a dangerous path like (laughs) yeah no I've I've had people like say that to me they're like oh do you have TikTok I was like no and they're like you should get it but like also don't because you will literally waste your life away I'm like wonderful perfect thanks for getting helping me out yeah there. thank you so much I already like am not a huge social media person so yeah don't need that in my life um it's so even with like Instagram now too there's Instagram reels which is on like on the platform now and yeah, yeah it's crazy so like for anyone too like i remember when i first started instagram i never actually thought it was going to be a career like never thought i would even get a really a client from here i was just hoping for it but now like the more i see there's new features coming out literally monthly like even filters we didn't have those filters in february or in this in the winter time and so things are always changing which goes to show like the demand is getting so much higher so if you can start start literally like today like as soon as you can because it's it will get more saturated oh yeah for sure that's um have you tried making a reel yet I haven't I kind of want to look into it but I just feel like (laughs) once you like actually it's a lot like it seems like a lot of work so I never like had TikTok like I am like I think my followers know me for like being kind of like a grandma in like some regards so like I'll do like fashion blogger Fridays it's like a joke be like this is my look today and they're like what I'm like what is this called people text me like those are boyfriend fit jeans I'm like thank you perfect thank you thank you um but I tried doing a reel the other day just like doing like a golden milk latte like recipe oh my gosh I thought it was, I was like oh, okay this seems like pretty easy I started doing it the final product was horrendous really it was so funny like you know how people do those like TikToks or like reels where they like point and like a text box will come yes. up, and then they'll do this I wasn't trying to do like the pointing but I was trying to have different ingredients pop up no the final video was just all of them on the screen <laughs> so a post <laughs> I was dying I was like 
Yeah, love this. And I saw like a <laughs> meme, like something about business owners being like, not another Instagram feature that we have to learn. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't want to learn this at all. Like I've been asked actually like so many times from just like my friends who are in nutrition as well. It's like I've yeah. reels and I'm like, don't remind me. Like I actually don't want to look into it. No, like I need to do full on research before I attempt that again. Cause clearly it's not as easy as it looked. I thought it was like so intuitive. I was like, okay, if there's like 14 year olds on like TikTok making these like elaborate videos, like I can do an Instagram reel. Nope. <laughs> Hard? No. Oh, I swear I'm going to do like business courses out online now. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Cause we were talking about how like IHN like didn't, and like CSNN, like, they talk about business, but I think they're probably, oh, it's changed so much. Like, I think probably when they developed these courses, like mm-hmm. Instagram wasn't a thing. No. Like blogging was probably a little bit of a thing, but like not as like much, like doing online coaching was not near to what it is today. So like, I think that's another thing to point out too, is like, if you are going through these programs, like, yeah, there's some good business information that you might learn, but really the bulk of it is like working with someone like yourself in like that setting or like just getting dirty and just figuring it out. I completely agree. I feel like, like even when I went to IHN, I remember doing the business course and I was like, Hey, I'm so excited because now I've like set my entire business up. I've been on Instagram. I've been um, like making eBooks and seeing clients. And I was like, now I'm going to learn like the marketing, the branding and all of that stuff. And as much as I like absolutely love the school I went to and will recommend it to every single person, I think that it needs a makeover when it comes to the business course, because things are so different now, like literally going to school for nutrition, you are an entrepreneur way before you're a nutritionist. If you want to take it that route and don't want to work at like with another company or whatnot. Um, And so I think it's so important, like even for myself at the beginning, I trial and errored every single thing I did. Like even with my website, it took me like days to figure it out, but now I know the ins and outs of it. Now like there's, I can fix it. If I want to put a discount on something, I can go in in 30 seconds and add it. Um, but then I've also worked with business coaches. I've purchased so many, um, business courses and I feel like that's, what's really helped me like mm-hmm. do the trial error by myself, but also get help. And I think it really depends on like where you want to yes. take your business. Like, um, trial and error, I think is amazing because you're really trying to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting help and getting a coach or purchasing, a course that works for you it just like accelerates like you're then saving like even for myself I've been working on my business for so long but if I got help closer to the beginning I would have saved myself at least like a year and a half which I'm so grateful that I didn't do because it's helped me so much and has now like now with this business course that I have I know like every like I was proof through the entire um, concept of it. But since working with business coaches and my business coach, like it's just been so much easier because now you have someone saying, no, don't waste time on that. You have to do this or do this before you do that. Um, And it's just a very supportive feeling too. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like 
I think a lot of us try to figure it out at the beginning. I know I did the same thing. And I always say like, I probably have to wasted more money by trying to save money doing things myself instead of just like investing in someone to be like, like, just do this. Like there's, here's like an outline of like how to get started and just follow this. And like, don't waste time, like trying to like build your website from scratch. And like it's so true. <laughs> Even like, um like people say this often is you have to pay to pay attention every single time you invest in yourself it comes back i did um, a business i had a business coach uh a year ago and she was so expensive for one month like i didn't even like i didn't even have the funds ready but i was like i need to do this and even though it was so expensive and i was kind of frustrated with my experience I made that money back within like not even a month because I I was like okay I like invested in this I need mm-hmm. to get it back like now you have skin in the game and now it's not just oh like let's go with the flow maybe I'll work two hours today yeah, oh so true you're like now put on like the position of okay I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah it's kind of like when you I'm like if I had a gym membership like in the past like I don't have one right now but like if I'm paying for a gym membership like I'm going (laughs) it's like I'm committed now put the money in I'm going yeah it's so true even with like health like I have a nutritionist and I pay my nutritionist because I need that accountability like I can make myself all the meal plans I can like create a protocol for myself and it would probably work pretty well even though like it's better to get someone to look at like uh, your look at your body in a different perspective. I just need the accountability. Like I need to be like, Hey, I paid this much. Like I need to do it. Even supplements. Like if you're paying that much for supplements, make sure like, just like, yeah, you need, like if you're paying that much for anything or putting time into something, just, you have to stick with it. Yeah. hundred percent. No, I'm glad you mentioned that too, but like hiring nutritionists. Cause like I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I hired nutritionists too. Yeah. What? And I'm like, okay, like think about it. Like as a human, like, yeah, I could probably do this and this, but like, again, I'm paying someone. Like if someone tells me to do something, I'll execute it. Yeah. Like totally. You know what I mean? But like, if I'm just like, hmm, you know, maybe I should start taking the supplement. Like maybe I should like try to minimize eating this. Like, am I yeah. really going to? No. I'm the exact same like I have so many supplements I haven't seen my nutritionist since I've been home uh in Ontario so that was in June okay usually I see her like not very often I'd say like once every three months um and I don't want to change like I love her so much I don't want to like I'll always just go when I get home and like I have so many supplements and I've been taking my cleanse supplements but nothing else but if she wrote me a protocol I'd be like yep I'm doing every single thing on here (laughs) I'm committed (laughs) I I took a B vitamin I don't even know and usually like if it's on my protocol it's happening oh 100% it's so true (laughs) crazy yeah what happens when you're like paying attention to like the source, like the source of what you, um, what you need, like whether it's nutrition or business coaching, whatever. Yeah. That's such a good piece of advice. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the clip that I pull out. (laughs) Yes. Um, another thing I wanted to quickly touch on too, just because I loved watching this like process is the new leaves business. So can you just 
tell people what that's about and like kind of what to expect with that moving forward? Yeah, so um, for any of those who aren't familiar with it, I have my own tea blend. It's an organic blend of right now there are five herbs in it, it or sorry, six started with four. Um, and I've been actually working on it since last September. So it's almost been a year and it's been so it's been so crazy like the entire journey and like i said like there were so many things that went wrong like the day of the launch and i was like hey screw it like i'm still doing it like i have people that want it and i want like everything is perfect about it except for possibly like the shipping dates and shipping timelines shipping cost all that Mm -hmm. um but yeah so since then i've basically like rebranded and redone the blend so I have a team that helps me create the blend before I was doing it all by myself tastes so good it's even more nourishing for your gut and for deep bloating um also it's literally perfect for anti-candida and anti-parasitizing that's pretty much why I was drinking it at the beginning and now it's been like a daily staple because of how like detoxifying and nurturing it it is and yeah now it's on its way to become certified organic which has taken a few months i'm so excited for it and it should be ready in the next month i hope um but it's it's crazy like you don't realize how many things go in the back end and i thought it was going to be like a quick process and this has been since april like waiting for it to become certified Mm -hmm. So that's just also like another really good example of like launching before anything's created or before like it's perfect because in April I was like telling everyone it's certified organic, this and this, and it is, it's organic, but it doesn't have like the label certification. And so I was like, Hey, whatever, I'm just going to do organic. And then once it's certified, I'll relaunch again. But yeah, I'm hoping, um, I'm kind of trying to figure out what I want to do with it. I do want it to be like a small batch, like only having a few. And I think I'm only going to be launching it every two months. So okay. if you do want to beg, um, you'll have to get it ASAP because we'll only be selling for a few days by okay. my Um, But yeah, I'm so excited for it. It's like literally like my physical baby. <laughs> I love that. That's good for you because that's like, yeah, people don't understand what goes into like these different parts of your business, right? So the fact that you just kind of like went for it is amazing. Thank you. I think also another thing, and I'm trying to like also be better at this, but um, for anyone who's listening and like going into business, do what your audience and your community wants. So like if you hear that they actually want you to spec- like to focus on this, or if they want to see a tea blend, or if they want to they don't actually want to see you ever in person. They yeah. want to do online practices. Tune in, like really like hone in on those and create for your brand because the reason your brand is going to do well or not do well is um, the community that you have. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that applies to like all parts of your business for sure. Mm-hmm. You're just like so many good tips today. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad. Honestly, I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. It's so fun. And it's also like if people are listening and they're like not in the nutrition space or wellness space, like this is applicable to like other businesses as well, like 100%. And also like when we're talking about like the social media, like that's just like applicable to just anyone that has social media (laughs) or like is on their phone too much. Exactly. Especially like with um, quarantine and everything, like Mm -hmm. we've been on our phones 
for so like way longer than we're used to. And I, I think it's a really good time for us to step back and actually reassess. Like, let's say there is a second wave. I know for sure, like I am going to be limiting as much time as possible on my phone and laptop because it did not serve me when we went through the first one. Yeah. I even like have been just buying more books and stuff too, just cause like my type A personality wants to be like doing something. So I just like find that like, I don't really want to watch TV all night. So it's like, okay, like what can I do where I'm still like kind of focused on something, but it's not a screen. It's so true. I am the same or even just like writing or whatever it is like like my old textbooks and stuff. Um, I just think, yeah, limiting screen time is so important for everyone. Like you don't even have to work on your phone. No, hundred percent. Okay. So we talked about business. One thing I wanted to briefly touch on I feel like we could just keep talking for so long. Like, this is why I'm like, we'll just kind of briefly touch on this because this could be its own podcast on its own. But I'd love to kind of get into like the Parasite and Candida Candida cleanse um, just because that is kind of what you're known for. And just, I know you shared about like why you started, like kind of that interest probably came from your personal experiences, I'm assuming. Um, But can you explain um, maybe just even what Candida is like high level and parasites because I think people there's a misconception around like parasites people think it's like this big scary thing that like you only get if you like drank water while like traveling abroad or something you know what I mean it's so true so yeah like with um candida I feel like we're starting to hear it more and more now like I'm noticing it I'm noticing that it's talked about even in like western medicine um so candida is an overgrowth of yeast and it's at it like candida is healthy to the body because it helps to protect our organs through like inflammation. So if anything is to come like even a really severe example of like cancer cells, depending on the amount of candida in the body, it can actually help to protect your organs and fight it off. But most of us, like the reality is we just have so much candida in the body and it happens so easily through diet, stress, birth control is a huge one medication antibiotics not eating like just not eating well eating a super high and like a a very inflammatory diet so candida is like that's the one side of the cleanse and then there's parasites which like most of us like i was reading a study and 65 percent of us have parasites and that's not to like scare anyone but i think it's also like important to bring it to surface because it does sound like whenever I hear someone they like went to travel and they're like oh I have a parasite it's not a parasite it's going to continue getting worse if it's not dealt with you Mm -hmm. can doctors get a prescription but the thing is with those antibiotics they're killing all the flora in your body and once you've had a parasite or parasites it's so much easier for them to come back like to thrive again in the body so personally when it comes to parasites especially I think it's so important to go the holistic route I'm actually working on an ebook and it's launching um in the next two weeks and it's all about a parasite cleanse I'm so excited for it because it's it's literally what I do with my one-on-one clients but just Mm -hmm. in the book and yeah it's super super common you can get it in so many different places tap like literally tap water in your house if you're just tap um your pets especially if you're sleeping with your pets sushi um is a huge 
huge mm-hmm. one. Any like uncooked meat, like for example, for me, when I got that p- food poisoning, it was from uncooked meat. And like, I didn't know that it was uncooked. So now I like literally cook my meat until it's like dry. <laughs> and, You're like, it's charred. It's perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um so I feel like I went a bit off topic there but yeah so parasites also something that you want to be really cautious of because there are so many things that are associated with it fatigue weight loss or weight gain um struggle struggling with sleep as well as like anxiety and everything like that but they're also taking your food away from you so whenever you're eating something super nutritious or you're eating something like let's say fast food they're taking that food from you and thriving off of it so I think it's something that all of us should be doing yearly Mm -hmm. I personally do it twice a year and I like truly feel my absolute best when I do it and yeah I think it's a I think parasites and candida are something that will hopefully be talked about more and more in the nutrition and also hopefully in like the Western medicine perspective, because I think it's a huge issue right now. And many of us wouldn't have to be on prescriptions if we went to the root cause. And I guarantee most of it is coming from these two. Yeah, no, that's so true. And like, I think because it hasn't been talked a lot about in like Western medicine or even like in the nutrition space in some regards, especially I feel like parasites is like, it's not like you hear people just like talking about parasites yeah. <laughs> like on the regular. No, but, it's like, so true. And like everyone always like, ew, I'm like, no, like, yeah, to be honest, like whenever I do research, I'm like, oh my God, I'm scared to eat anything because yeah. it's just like, it, it's not a hot topic like even for like I specialize in do like parasite cleansing and I know so much about it and it still like grosses me out sometimes but it's something that a lot of us struggle with and we just find it gross or don't know about it because we don't talk about it yeah and I'm hoping that like the more like like people like us talk about it and hopefully doctors that people will recognize maybe that they do have, you know, an issue in terms of like parasite or candida and will, or if they do know it already, like they'll feel comfortable getting help for it. Cause I think that's like yeah. another thing. Like, I think there's like a lot of embarrassment, like as if like they're unhygienic or like something like this, when it can like literally be from drinking, like you said, tap water. Right. It's just, and some people also don't like talking about poop like as much as we do. <laughs> I know. Honestly, when I found out that my issue was parasites, I um, first off denied it for months. Like mm-hmm. I knew that it was probably parasites. I denied it because I was so grossed out and like uncomfortable about it. And then when I found out, I didn't tell anyone because I was like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. And then the more and more research I did, I was like, the amount of us who actually struggle with this is insane it's mm-hmm. one in four of us or I don't know I just made that up but a yeah. lot of us struggle with it it's so normal yeah no it's good that you're like also bringing that that's why I like too about how you approach like your social media and like the work that you do with your clients because you do talk about those things but and I feel like a really like relatable way like you're not like going on there and scaring people you're also not like just sweeping it under the rug like oh yeah like I'm just gonna slightly touch on this but like you like say like okay like I like have these things and like this is my approach for myself it's gonna differ from person to person but like this is what I'm doing right now and I think that helps people be like oh okay like maybe I can do this and like maybe I should reach out for help mm-hmm. it's not as like intimidating and I think too like 
um, it's just so much easier when you, even for me, like realistically, I don't have to be cleansing twice a year or mm-hmm. whatever, but I just, maybe I'm more like type A about it. I'm just, I find it was like a huge issue for me. So I'm so passionate about making sure that my body is thriving, but for other people, they might be like, oh yeah, I have a parasite, but whatever. Like, I don't really care. And like it depends on each person like if you don't care about it that's fine um and if you really do care about it too like I think that we just have to there's no like right answer like some people will notice symptoms get worse some people like literally don't have a single symptom of it or you're just used to feeling that way that's another good point it's like yeah you might not even notice but you might just like not realize like you're not supposed to feel like that. Like, I'm sure you probably get clients all the time. I know that I have some like they'll approach me about like something like they know their digestion's off. Maybe sometimes they don't, but then like they just think that their constipation is like normal. Oh my God. That's like number one. It's like, my clients are always, I'll ask like, how many times do you go um, yeah. to the bathroom on a weekly basis? Um, and they'll be like, ah, oh, like, I don't know, like once every four days. And I'm like, oh shit, we can't cleanse. <laughs> yeah. So true. Like, and that's normal. Like it's yes. like normal for, or sorry, normal for the average individual. Like they think that it's normal because we don't talk about it. No, we just well, got to talk about poop more is really what it comes down to. <laughs> well, honestly, it's like, and that's another thing that's like so gross to the average individual, but it's yeah. also the most humanly function ever so totally. yeah. I feel like I was lucky because I grew up with like two older brothers like, <laughs> you know what I mean I was like now like yeah. we'll like even like talk to each other on the phones like we give each other like poop updates it's like a little, like, it's like how's your poop lately you're <laughs> just so used to it yeah <laughs> so like a nutritionist yeah and then like I start talking to clients and I'm like just so open about it. it's like so and they're like why are you so like giddy about talking about like poop <laughs> it tells me everything yeah it makes it so much less intimidating for the client too yeah they also probably like you're so weird like (laughs) what is up with her (laughs) yeah like I think we're not a good fit (laughs) but I explain why it's important they're like oh okay I get it sense I know it's so I love like getting the updates where uh, my clients will be like oh my god I actually went to the bathroom like once every single day this week I'm like see it's not that hard like there's so many easy things that you can do to like just fix constipation or diarrhea especially yes um I think like healing diarrhea is even easier because like it's just like the way that we eat and I mean it depends like I've had clients who have had chronic oh this is actually interesting I had a client um who had like diet who had like um like chronic diarrhea and within like two weeks of doing the cleanse it was gone and I mean I feel like it was because we changed her diet but also it could have been like parasitic and she noticed that it happened after going she I can't remember where she went away but it was somewhere tropical Mm, interesting yeah and I feel like there's also like a lot of like lifestyle. I know we could talk about this forever. So we <laughs> like, I know there's also like a lot of lifestyle things too that I'm sure you also touch on with your clients when you're doing things like parasite and candida cleanses. Cause obviously like stress is a huge component to like any digestive. Yeah. <laughs> and also like eating, like how do you eat? Yeah. So 
lots to it and obviously we could go on for so long about this I feel like we just like need to do like a parasite candida episode just like that's totally fine I'm so cool with that yeah, perfect. well I just want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today and I am I will also link your ebook I think this episode will come out a couple weeks after but I'll link it so anyone's interested in the parasite ebook they can check that out um but where can people find you online so you can find me at nourish with jazz um on instagram as well as my website is just nourishwithjazz.com and i think that's pretty much it yeah. i think you're so easy <laughs> yeah, all nourish with jazz. <laughs> yeah i love it perfect well thank you again and i can't wait to do this again thank you so much i had so much fun Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com.